Sound the alarms. The Blackhawks have the number one overall pick in the NHL draft. Sports Talk Chicago here with John's Glow. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Blackhawks, Bears, Cubs, White Sox, and Bulls content five days a week right here on the channel. Subscribe today, like the video. Follow us everywhere on social media at Sports Talk Chicago, the podcast at Sports Talk Chicago, and help out our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. For the best Amish food in all of Chicagoland, hit them up today in Orland Park. The Blackhawks have the number one pick, and they weren't even really supposed to get it. I remember looking on Twitter throughout the season, people complaining, moaning about how the Blackhawks were winning too much, having too much success. They wouldn't get the number one pick now because they won too many games. They couldn't even tank right. They couldn't do the rebuild right. They couldn't tank right. Well, guess what? They got it. Hawks had the third best odds to get it at 11.5%, and they got it. Second time in franchise history. Hawks had the number one overall pick. Last time it happened, 2007, Patrick Kane was selected. Connor Bedard, as many of you know, is the consensus number one selection. Listen to these numbers that he put up. At 17 years old in the Western Hockey League, 143 points, so 71 goals, 72 assists, in 57 regular season games. 143 points. 20 points, 10 goals, 10 assists in seven postseason games. That's Connor Bedard. That's the guy the Hawks are going to be taking at number one unless they pull up Bears move and trade the number one pick. This is exciting. And really, I think it was needed to save hockey in Chicago. I'm not saying the Blackhawks were going to go away or fold or move away, but... They've gone through a rough couple of years. Really rough. And they fired Joel Quenville a couple of years back. Replaced him with Jeremy Cobbleton, who just sucked and, and really could not work with this team. The Hawks had a nice performance in the NHL bubble, but that fizzled out quickly. They hired a new GM, new head coach, and they're just completely tanking. Sexual assault issues and allegations come out, which really have no justification whatsoever. It was horrible. And then this past year, they trade away Patrick Kane. And Jonathan Tabes is retiring. Even in the broadcast booth, they didn't give Pat Foley a proper send-off. They replaced him with somebody who doesn't really know hockey too much, and they passed on Eddie Olchek. And Eddie Olchek went to the Kraken, and now Eddie Olchek is a finalist for the Philadelphia Flyers president of hockey ops job. So they get rid of a Chicago institution in the booth. And they forcibly let Pat Foley go. Point being, they were in dire straits. A lot of this because of their own doing. Front office issues up top. Ownership issues. They did this to themselves, don't get me wrong. But for the fans, they were suffering. This team that they had become so in love with, so enraptured by, starting in 2007, 2008, when the Hawks last had a number one overall pick, was disintegrating before their very eyes. There were new players that nobody knew about. They weren't performing for the first time in 15, 20 years, relatively speaking. They go through head coach after head coach, a new GM. There's a sexual assault stuff. I mean, this is not Blackhawks hockey, clearly. And everybody reacted and responded. In 2021, the Hawks stopped their sellout streak. Got it back here now, but that was a pretty big indicator that something was wrong. 
And now this year, in the midst of tanking, in the midst of hoping for a top pick, they trade away Patrick Kane. He's gone. It's over. And Jonathan Taves is done too. The old core had been retired. And everybody wondered what would be next. And I saw and I read articles from people all over the city, people on Twitter as well, until the Hawks got this first pick authorized. There were dark days in Blackhawks land. Because if they didn't get this number one pick, they were pretty much shooting in the dark. I mean, maybe they'd find somebody at two or three or four, but it wasn't guaranteed. Connor Bedard's a guarantee. There were no other guaranteed picks, and nobody knew what would come of this Hawks team moving forward. They have a young GM, they have a new head coach, and they're trying to piece it all together. It's tough. Tough situation for them, who just came in, but a tough situation for this team. They have a marketing problem. They have an image problem. I mean, even up to the broadcast booth, and I keep mentioning that because I can't tell you how many times I saw people complain about this year's broadcast team. How many people said it doesn't sound right, it's not Pat Netty, and I agree with that. I used to watch Hawks games simply because of Pat Foley. I enjoyed his commentary. He was so good at what he did, and now he's gone. So there were a lot of issues with this team, and there are still many questions unanswered and things that need to be answered moving forward. They're not out of the woods just yet, and we can't just forget about all the bad things that have happened the last five years, but this is a nice way to start the new year and to start a new era in Blackhawks hockey. It's the first time since 2007. I mean, we're talking 16, 17 years since they got the top pick. And they're going to be doing something they did back then, which is drafting a generational talent who's going to change everything for them. And by the way, they have a ton of picks this draft. Two firsts, four seconds, two thirds, one fourth, one fifth, and one seventh. Now, this first overall pick isn't the only first-round pick they're going to get. This is exciting. And Hawks fans should be on the up-and-up here. And really, this reminds me a lot of what the Bears have done recently. Very parallel. The Bears, they tanked. There was little direction and little hope, at least for this year, with a rookie GM and a rookie head coach and barely any superstars. But they made a big move, a couple of big moves this offseason. They drafted well, and the expectations are heightened. And the Bears, after what seemed like would be a long rebuild after the Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace era, have turned it around relatively quickly. The Hawks could do the same here. Just weeks ago, people were talking about, man, this rebuild could be five or ten years. Go look it up online. There are articles written about it, and now they could be good next year just because of this one player and this one pick. It's so similar to the Bears, and it's something they really needed as a franchise. They should be so happy as a franchise that this worked out for them because they needed it. They needed a miracle here in Chicago to keep the hockey train moving because people weren't having it anymore. Maybe that's what happens when you take advantage of fan base and you take for granted their support. Nevertheless, the Hawks are going to get all their support back, and we're going to see the bandwagon grow and grow and grow again. That's exciting and good for them. But they're not out of the woods yet. 
This is the best start, though, you can ask for. That's what's intriguing. They're going to take Connor Bedard, who is a legit stud. They're going to build around him. They have a new core coming in, which is going to be mainly Bedard now, and the old core is gone, Kane and Taves. This is an era shift in Chicago hockey history. It's a complete era shift. We are witnessing history right now in the best way possible. So all of you who are diehard Blackhawks guys, be excited and be stoked about what's to come. But remember, this is just the beginning. Connor Bedard's not going to solve every problem. Can't have one guy on the ice solve everything, but he can certainly play a big role in helping. Building around him is going to be the key next for them.